Hello and welcome to this slightly migraine-inducing jubilee episode of uh, The Old World Lives, a Warmer Fantasy podcast. With me tonight, I have uh, Jimmy. Hello. And someone who hasn't been on for quite a while, and let's hope he's actually managed to stay on for the recording. Say hello, Jens. Hello, Jens. That's great. And Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to... Mod it a bit and make it actually sound like Jens and not just a voice actor this time. <laughs> I get paid either way. This is true. For some reason, he's the only one that gets paid. I'm not sure how he worked that deal in because we generate no money whatsoever. This podcast is broke pretty much all the time, but Jens still get paid. I'm not sure how. I have a deal with, uh, with Pornhub. I upload this and I just cash in the money. And we're off to a good start. So... What have you been doing this past, what is like a year, Jens? Lots of stuff. I've gotten like almost all of my orc army done and half a woodwolf army and I don't know, stuff in general, getting shit done. Nice. And buying stuff. I bought like, I think I have 15 Rugland armored orcs that I'm probably going to paint someday. And some squigs and some dwarfs and some empire stuff. So I'm just going ham. Square base your, 2020. Have your hands full, it seems. Oh yeah, and no time to paint. So great plan. Yet you say you claim you have no time to paint, and you're probably one that finished finished the most of, out of all of us. Yes, yes, that's because I do not sleep. Oh, you live by taking power naps. Yes, I sleep on the floor for like five minutes, and then I'm good to paint for an hour, and then I get to sleep on the floor some more. Something tells me that's not actually sleeping, it's just passing out from exhaustion. (laughs) Eh, Same, same, same. As long as the results work. Yeah, as long as I'm not going crazy. You do know that we're actually not recording, you're just talking to yourself at the moment. Oh, yeah. I'm not even wearing headphones. I'm not even in front of a computer. I'm just in a padded room. Excellent. So how about you, Jimmy? Have you been doing anything fun? Fun things. Yeah, I built and painted myself a Bounty Hunter 4 Mordheim. That's a glorious model. I will share it on our own Instagram eventually. It's only up on my own, uh, the Phoenician. There's uh, a link in the show notes. Yes. Other than that, I have been doing some progress on my Middenheimers, but I'm still going pretty slow. Yeah, but at least you don't do stupid things and pledge them for the monthly challenge, do you? <clears throat> I did pledge for one challenge, I think. I don't remember. You can't use my own words against me. No, I'm going to use my own words against me because I just posted the July challenge yesterday, which was just three days late. <laughs> I thought I'm recording. But uh, the challenge for July is a chariot for your edition and army of choice. And then you go a bit further down in brackets. Oh, and for those who still need that extra catch up time, go ahead, Chris, finish your second ball thrower in brackets. <laughs> That's yeah. great. So meta. Yeah, but uh, I saw that last month when we had that catch up month, loads of people were just, oh, I'm going to finish this that I didn't get to finish three months back. So I figured. It's it's a summer. People might have more time. People might have less time due to the ongoing plague that we have in the, all over the world. The, you mean the Backstreet Boys torn 
what what was the, the the tour? Yeah, the Backstreet Boys tour. Yeah, no, that's the that's what caused it all. The, we also do have a, the the Backstreet Boys challenge. Yeah, <laughs> I can't speak. I've been taking too much many too many painkillers today, but uh, that doesn't uh, keep me from trying. But uh, we have the the Better Sunday Beer Challenge that ends on the. 15th of this month, yeah. so we have to remind people. I've seen some people... Oh, I still have time to finish my Battle Standard Bear. Yes. Excellent. And I uh, if anyone oh. heard that, there was probably a moped or something else going by with a slightly illegal silencer, silencer muffler <laughs> on it. Because that's how people roll here. Yeah, but the 15th for Battle Standard Challenge, I know that some people have posted them already, and if you can, please repost them when the entrance thread goes up because that's what makes it easier for us to actually find them. But we are going to look through the old threads as well just to make sure we can get all of the entries. So, do anyone have any plans for hobbing? Because since we're not gaming this summer, not much at least. Yes, painting a dwarf army, which should be easy seeing that there are very few of them. Yeah. A lot of metals too. Oh yeah, all metal. I wanted. Uh, I got my my cousin left me like all of his old dwarf stuff, and I sold some of it that I wasn't going to use, and I just kept the good, the good sweet metal bits. There's going to be like a thousand points of uh, metal dwarfs until I find a good deal on some more metal dwarfs. Then it'll be mm-hmm. two thousand points. I just think you should buy approximately. 1721 points of uh, slayers. Hmm. Interesting. And oddly specific. <laughs> yes. It's almost like someone here has uh, exactly that amount of slayers to sell. Hmm. Yeah. And that is without any upgrades. So it's regular troll slayers, most of them, not gi- giant slayers. So you can actually get about two and a half thousand points out of that force if you upgrade everything properly. That is a good deal. Yeah. So we have been thinking, while I still remember it, that we need to update our reference for how much things cost. Because when we started this podcast, I think people remember, we were costing things in how many uh, high elf battalions you could buy for the same price. High elf battalions... For some reason, yeah, for for, for some reason, they skyrocketed in price after our show. Yeah, a high elf battalion is now worth about three to four times more than what when what, what this was when we started. Inflation. Yeah. Broke the economy. Elflation. Yeah. So we're going to change it over to the going rate for a Lumineth AOS battle tome, the one in the Lumineth box on the Tradera at the moment. And that is 60 kroners, which is slightly less than half of high elf battalion when we started. But it should be easy enough to count with. Works for me. So that means you could probably get uh, how many Lumineth, uh, Lumineth Battle Toes for Lumineth starter set? Ten, so about uh, 22 starter tomes, mm. right? Math is not my strong suit. It's reasonable. As we mentioned in our previous recording with the higher special, I'm Really, really wanting those Dawn Riders so I can mod them a bit and use them as Silver Helms. Wow, this is going to look so cool. Jimmy, do you have any ongoing uh, conversion projects now or are you just uh, chilling while you wait for further inspiration? I'm, uh, I've am i been trying to uh, 
to build myself a town crier for Mordheim, which is uh, like, it's not a special character. It's like more of an NPC, which can turn up during scenarios and ruin things for the players. It's like random things. Uh, so I just need to find some inspiration to finish this model off or just kick the project off. Other than that, uh, I'm, uh, I really should keep painting my Middenheimers. I really should. So nothing new on the horizon, so to say. You could just pledge one of the units as a special choice for this month's challenge. Mm, maybe that could be the Teutogen Guard, if anything. Do it. We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. But there is one thing, one thing that recently came up. I have been invited to play a Warhammer Fantasy Tournament. A rather friendly tournament, but the thing is, it's 8th edition. And uh, I'm not that good at 8th edition. And we all know we really don't like playing Magic the Gathering. Indeed, but you have asked uh, some help from yeah. people down under that yeah, do understand the importance yeah. of land management. So it might happen that I will participate in playing this 8th edition tournament. I expect nothing. I expect to have fun, but I still I expect nothing. It's kind of the same thing. It's not fun if it's anything. But um, uh, I think I will attend to the tournament and report from there because uh, there's two people from home who's going there. And uh, I mean, why not? It's like a 45-minute car drive. So I can take photos and interview people and everything. This will take place in August, I think. Yeah, let's uh, hope everything can go ahead at that point. Yeah. So everyone can be safe and sound and stuff like that. Yeah. I did check if there's alcohol allowed on the venue, but it's not. So everyone's going to be sober and uh, miserable. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) Have you ever met anyone happy when they're sober? Have you ever met anyone happy when they're playing 8th edition? Sober. I'm going to ask, how often do you meet someone that's actually generally happy in general? Every time I draw myself in the mirror. Moving (laughs) on, moving on. Yeah, but it sounds like uh, you have to be our field reporter for that one. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about it, I think. Yeah. If anyone wondered, we were going to have Krell here, so we could just babble inanely about uh, the fall of the Roman Empire. Oh, oh. Is the is caused? It was caused by Beastman, which is a small snippet out of the Beastman special that is not going to be released. He mentioned that three times in that recording. <laughs> that is not the reason why it's not being released. I just want to mention that. I can say that uh, all of us are well. Most of us are starting to feel the lure from another game at this moment as well, which is bad, but we're yeah. not going to go into that, I think. Not me. Not you. No, but, no, but you have like 18 games on the go anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not perfect. We're going to just continue the silence after that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we can just end there. Yeah. I'm just going to end there, and I'm going to paste in the little clip about Griffin Balls at that point. That's all I need. I'm sitting here and he's being slightly annoyed because I picked up the wrong box of Shadow Warriors from uh, the shelf. This one does not have any legs in it, so I can't really build a model. Aww. Unless I want to build it by half torsos and arms and a 
fuck little heads. I have a question for you guys. Have you managed to get any gaming going on recently? Nope, not at all. I'm living uh, on the hope that if I have enough painted armies, then some guy will just drop by and I will be like, ooh, I got like four painted 6th edition armies. You want to maybe have a game? So you're going to build it and uh, they will come with with less uh, less amount of racist undertones? Yes, yes, that is what I hope. I'm sorry, I can't do it the Northern Heresy way. Uncut is best. I must say, I, I love when you listen to Northern Heresy and just uh, start going, Linus, Linus, and Linus is just... I'm going to record yeah. again tomorrow with the Linus, so yeah. uh, there'll be a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the, the unpretentious, and just, I can't be bothered, bothered editing this at all. Style no, it's, it's too much of a hassle. Yeah. So we, so what we have planned for the future is, since we have been asked to have guests back because they are more charismatic and actually talk about something interesting, we are going to have yeah. a War of the Beard special sooner rather than later because we have done the Dwarf special, we've done the Higher special, so it's a natural step forward. Yes. And speaking of specials, we're going to have a spin-off series as well, Jimmy. Yes. Soon, the first episode for our spin-off special, The Town Crier, our Mordheim special, is going to take place. I just love that show because I'm not involved. <laughs> I don't have to do anything <laughs> with it. Smile and wave. You don't even have to listen. Well, I might have to do that, just to make sure. See that the proper amount <laughs> of me is mentioned in it, and in a good way. Yeah, but... Uh, how about we talk a bit about the May challenge, which was terrain or core unit, right? Yeah. So we can start off with your piece. Amazing. Yeah. Did yes. I finish that in May? No, I didn't. I finished that one in June. You started during May. Yeah, that's true. I started it in May. Even time. <laughs> Needed more time. But yeah, I love that dragon piece. Yeah, I mean, like... Well, when when you were over halfway through, it's like this would do fine as it is on a on a gaming board. And then you just kept going and going and going. It's like this is so good. Yeah, and I found another dragon, so I'm gonna build a second piece. Oh, this one is. Uh, I've been talking it over with our guest from the last episode, and he we decided on maybe it should be like a. They're carving it out of a mountain. And count this as a rocky crag slash peak from the Alfred Nagaroth. Yeah. So it's going to be halfly carved out and then going to have some tools and uh, scaffolding and stuff like that. Very cool. And not to, to forget to mention, Nicholas actually finished his Battle Standard Bearer in May. Yeah. Right in time. With some time to spare. True enough. Even though he enters out of competition. But it's nice to see someone yeah. actually finishing one. But in May, we had the main theme was terrain and actually got quite a lot of decent terrain let's say yeah i saw the the empire house that henry Steele painted pretty cool yeah yeah so cool yeah there was a watchtower by joshua i don't think he posted the finished thing on uh, our page but i've seen on his own uh, page for the crown command podcast and in his battle reports he have been using the finished painting thing nice we had Ted. He posted some really nice classic 
green skin huts made from Pringles cans and fur. Yeah. That's the old school way to do it. It's really lovely. Yeah. I remember our old gaming club had those kind of orc huts everywhere. It's like, yes, this is the good stuff. Yeah. Ted also did move on to finish a Goblin Wolf chariot in May, a special choice, which was the alternate. Yeah. Yeah, that one looked really cool. Yeah. And then we had uh, Liam, who created great hammers instead of great swords. Oh, yeah. And Emil, who created a entire set or several sets of uh, standing stones. And uh, to, what do you call them? To make him like an Ogham circle or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah like like, like a, a stone circle for yeah. Albion. It's really nice. It's good to see people just uh, get inspiration and do some proper scenery pieces. Yeah, uh, I saw some uh, one of the latest Age of Sigmar sceneries were used for uh, Tomb Kings of Camry scenery. Ooh, yeah. Oh, is that the one uh, with uh, the Cascade of Souls on? Yeah. yeah, the pillars up in the the Cascade of Souls up in the middle works. Yeah, that's good. Works smooth, fine as uh, as a hill. When you're playing down in the Hekara. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because you can you can choose not to put the all the weird stuff on that yeah. kit. It's like you could magnetize the pillars so you can remove them when you move units up onto it, or just don't put the pillars on at all. Yeah. And it's nice to see people adapting center pieces. I saw I think that was during the warmer hobby roundup live stream when they had Someone who bought four of those uh, Seraphon Lash Lizard Men cigarettes and built a massive cigarette. Oh, cool. Yeah, because you can just uh, piece them together like that because that's how the kit is built. Which is very cool. Yeah. It gives a bit of another dimension to Battlefield for sure. And I read Graham who uh, built and painted 20 Phoenix Guard. And this is what I can see on Facebook because I haven't Instagram open. But if I don't have anything to mention from Instagram, please do. I don't have my iPad anywhere close, so sorry. Another terrain piece on Instagram is uh, is a throne with an undead king on top of it, uh, built by the. Uh, it's what was it called? Oh right, that's the the White King. Yeah. That's still available for Age of Sigma, right? Yep. Yeah, I've been looking at that model because the model is really nice, actually. Yeah, it is. It's got a lot of potential, or you just feel it as it is. Was there, wasn't there one who painted a unit of uh, two Togen Guard? Or no, no, uh, was it Wolf Warriors? Yeah, I see. There's some people that make made some nice tents as well. Oh yeah, uh, the uh, handmade uh, or the plastic tents. These ones were handmade ones, I think. I saw some okay. of the plastic tents too. Uh, yeah, Liquid Painting did some nice plastic tents that made, painted up and made the train pieces like a camp for Empire soldiers. Because I know there's uh, a Napoleonics with uh, uh, Napoleonics uh, company that makes tents and everything for campsites. Works quite well for Empire or any fantasy army as well, if they're human-based, that is. Yeah. Or you could just uh, do it the Bretonia way and have uh, large pavilions for the knights and uh, a blanket for <laughs> the peasants. A blanket? If they're lucky. You sleep on the ground. 
You, you don't sleep on the ground. You sleep in the ground. In the mud. We're just gonna. We've decided, and tonight we're gonna use all your blankets to reinforce the walls of our pavilion. It's a bit cold. You need something. A what will my horse wear? How am I uh-huh. gonna get the fire going? Throw more peasants on it. Yeah, I've been watching uh, the series The Great on uh, HBO. It's pretty Me much. Too. It would fit really well to be, to be set in Britonia. Oh yeah, yeah. Just give them more lances, and uh, it's good to go. Yeah, and just have them yell "Haza!" all of the time. So June, do we have anything for June? Anyone else? I do, because I finished something in June. I finished two things in June. Did. I don't even know, man. I finished two and a half things because I am halfway done with my bolt thrower, a second bolt thrower, actually. And if anyone wants to know, the statue on my statue, the golden dude, is half of a dragon prince and half of a sea guard, because people have been asking. That was what I finished. And when I finish stuff, no one else does, it seems. Yeah, that's true. So we got the High Elf Griffin Rider from Ted finished in June. Yeah, we have uh, a Dwarf Lord from Ramon finished. Yeah. Converted from the limited edition special uh, Battle Standard Bearer. Yes, which feels like a waste for that Standard Bearer, actually. <laughs> nah, I, I actually like it when people remove the Standard yeah. and him an axe or a hammer, but uh, I, it, it looks really good. Cooler but, uh, when he's a standard it does but and Christer posted a captain of the empire since the, uh, one of the challenges was uh, either a catch-up monster or a uh, special character which is why people posted characters which is nice and ted's uh, griffin was the uh, plastic island of blood griffin writer which i'm actually considering painting up because i have one I'm not gonna use it but i have one Maybe I should put the new Eltharion model on it. Just fill him out a bit so he's not cool. Yeah, do it. And I'm mainly saying that because I have taken that the top, the torso and head of that rider and put him on a dragon. So I don't have any rider for it. Yeah, but do we have anything else to mention from the challenges? Anyone know? Uh, Anyone? We have an Empire Captain 2 on Instagram. And just there he is by Crystal Ball Miniatures. Converted uh, from uh, an Emperor Captain that was available in fine cast. I think he had a hammer over his shoulder and was pointing a pistol at the enemy. He converted this one and gave him a sword and a shield instead. Nice. And I'm currently trying to find it on Instagram. <laughs> uh, just look on uh, Old World Lives Monthly. Uh, no, it's not on the monthly thing. He just if you if you go like old world, so he put a shield instead of the pistol, right? Of the hammer. Uh, he oh. he has the hammer in right arm, and he's pointing the, the left arm forward with the pistol. Um, I think the model is still available. It was available a while ago, at least, but uh, you never know. There's some purges every now and then. Yeah, but that, that, that's, the same, yeah, that's the same uh, person who made the little White King diorama, the terrain piece. Cool. Yep. And I've seen some people that have uploaded pledges for next month, or well, this month, and it's uh, yeah. going to be good pieces as well, I think. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I have orcs and goblins. I really should have a chariot or two to do for this month. But yeah, you really should should have a chariot or two for this month, given that the chariot was your idea. Yeah, <laughs> that too. I I I kind of traded away my wolf chariots. And we actually did have because I checked our email again because I knew we had gotten an email a few days ago. And it's a really lovely war dancer hero. And uh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Have you guys seen this one? Yeah. yeah, I saw it. It's cool. Real classic. Yeah, I've got the, what is it, fifth ed wood elves or for late fourth ed. But I, I got some stuff. Yeah, I got some stuff for the for the early ones as well. Some, some hunting dogs and... Uh, like a beast handler that I'm going to do something with. So are you actually pledging for this month then? Me, yeah, yes. You know, Jens, if yes, you because there's no repercussions if I don't finish. If you, if you look in the, uh, what's it called? The Revening Hordes book, they have Woodolf Chariots. Yeah, but that model is fucking expensive, I can yeah, tell you. I know. Yeah. But the, what you have for the July challenge, so we have it in the episode as well, is you either paint a chariot. If you don't have a chariot in your army, like if you play dwarves or you really don't want a chariot. No way, it's going have chariots. Yeah. Well, you could because possibly... Screaming. Yeah, you could possibly count uh, the grudge bearer as a chariot as well, even though he's powered by dwarves. The Bretonians don't have a chariot. No, and the Woodles don't if you don't use the Revening Hordes book. So yeah, but if you do use Eighth Edition, you could technically have a flying chariot if you play High Elves. Yeah, or whatever. Yes, we don't know, but I really want the model. So if anyone has a lead on the Skycopter, please send in to the show. This is a shameless ask, uh, but if you don't have a chariot, you can p- do a special unit with the following with the usual requirements. And if you don't want to do a special unit. Since it's the summer, and as we mentioned, it's still a play going on. People might have more time or less time, depending on what you work with. I have all the time because that's just me. I wish I had more to do. But uh, you can also use this as a catch-up time and uh, finish projects that you have started before and never really got them to finish. So that's why I'm looking at other pre- other projects to, <laughs> so I don't have to finish what I've started. I mean, we, we really should pile up our ongoing projects and take photos of them and show people all the things we're actually working on. Yes. Or or what we're procrastinating, that is. We should. Yeah, I have an, an Empire Army that's been in boxes for a year now. And yeah. that's like the, the least shameful thing that I own. And then you have the real dolls. Oh yeah, those are not unopened. But you could use that as an opponent when you're playing. True, true. Hmm, I might get distracted though. Fair enough. And uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, we can all get games in together sooner rather than later, depending on yeah. how everything works out. But we have done this podcast for two years now. As I. Like- yeah, and and uh, like everyone might have noticed, the the quality of all episodes depends on how prepared we are for the content. Exactly. Uh, so we didn't prepare at all. 
we like, prepared week, damn it. We do prepare sometimes, but sometimes yeah. we start recording and it's just while we record, it might uh, either sound like we're having really fun or we're just doing this, but it might it do sound a bit different when we actually edit it. It also depends on how much we're drinking. I'm only on my second beer. Oh, I haven't. I'm like halfway through my first. I need to get get going. Yeah, as I have a migraine today, I don't drink at all. So even though I try to be more talkative, I yeah, it doesn't really it doesn't really work when even my own voice brings me pain. Hashtag emo. Well, your voice. Yeah, if if your voice could bring pain to people, you could be like a, a Warhammer wizard or something. Like the, the <laughs> word of pain spell. Oh yeah, the word of pain all time. Yeah. So High costing cost. Speaking 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 of wizards, I am thinking uh, I am making a shadow warrior wizard for my army. Or shadow and that is love for that, yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking of not giving him high magic, but something more fitting, like shadow magic. So cool. Yes. Because, because as we all know, if you model a wizard you, that it looks like it uses a certain lore of magic, you should probably use that lore of magic for him. Yes. The, the, this does remind me of a uh, fantasy army that I saw once uh, in 7th edition fantasy. It was Vampire Counts, and the vampire was none other than Dracula from Castlevania. So he only used Lord of Fire, because in the games, he always <laughs> fireballs at you when you're facing him. So, That's brilliant. Yeah, it was really, really something. And he tried to make all, all units into some kind of enemy from the game. Nice. It was really nice. So the, the giant bats, they were flying Medusa heads. Cool. Yeah, and I I just wish that I took pictures of this army. It was like ages ago. And the good thing is it's not really immersion breaking either because a lot of the vampires in the Warhammer lore are nuts and doing and build stuff for their own army. Yeah. Yeah, but what do you think? Should I do like a shadow mage or should he be something more akin to a nature mage of some kind? Shadow, shadow, shadow. shadow. Or you could do mix depending on what kind of army you face because they do have the knowledge. He just needs to prepare with which yeah. with them. As I mentioned in the higher special, they can use high magic or any of the eight lores of magic. Yeah. So, so uh, initially, I think lore of shadows look, would fit really nice. I was thinking of uh, the because co- it's going to have like an outstretched hand. I'm thinking of uh, doing some OSL from his fingertips, like it starts to cast a spell. Oh. So that yeah, it's always hard to get OSL right because you need yeah. the nature of the whole miniature in when you do this. Uh, regarding since what I've seen from your other elves, they have really good, great darker tones rather than the usual like comic esque uh, painting that GW does. So OSL would look great if the model itself is slightly darker. So I'm all for it. Since he's going to be part of the Shadow Warrior Ranger part of the army, he's probably going to be painted something similar to the crew on the Bolt Throwers and the Shadow Warriors. It's going to have a green cloak at least. But maybe I'm going to do some freehand on the inside to make it a bit more detailed. So it looks like he has a fancier cloak. 
Yeah, I actually found my Shadow Warrior spruce at home, so I do plan to build another Elf Ranger for Mordheim for a friend. Nice. The last one was perfect. Thank you. I I'm love the do... harp on the old one. Yeah, I, I hope to to build a harp on this one as well. I want to do something quite very much alike it, just another pose. So I might do some cutting and fitting and... Uh, use the arms with the flaming arrows and flaming bows ah, from the sister of Avalon. just the pose with proper arms for the or proper hands for the arrows and uh, and bows that could work no flames no flame again i don't really like the, those modeled flames on those bows i wish it was uh, optional like the flame yeah eyes on the uh, what's it called the the big bird for the high elves in eighth edition oh, the phoenix yeah it would be much better if those pieces were optional too yeah how about buying a uh, Tyrion? because i just found a war of fans high elves Tyrion out of production in metal on tradera still in oh. uh, still in plastic wrap what's the price i'm gonna do the math and we're gonna see how many Books it is. And I'm back. Welcome back. Jens, tell me what you're building. Squigs! It's it's about... Squigs, yes. It's about 13.3 luminous battle tomes. Nice. So 800 kroners. I'm glad I already have mine, and it's primed, but not painted. Tyrion is still... Today, one of my most favorite high elf models out there. Yeah, that's a, that's a great model. Yeah, and his base. I I remember how in shock I was when there was a dead dark elf on it. It's like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> what, what if he's facing like chaos? What is the dark elf doing there then? Is it a chaos dark elf? No, he just brings a dark elf to impale on his base everywhere he goes. It's a lovely mo- model. It's a bit hard to play him since he's on a monster base. Yeah, he can join cavalry units, but he can be singled out. Yeah, he technically can join an infantry unit as well, but yeah. why would you yeah. do that? Yeah, and uh, he's a beast on the table. He sure is. Like mentioned in the higher special, he's got a movement of 5, a weapon skill of 9, a ballistic skill of 7, a strength... Four toughness, three, of course, because it's an elf. Yeah. Four wounds, initiative 10, attacks, four attacks, and leadership of 10. Wow. Yeah. And then we have his horse. His horse that could technically double up as a general in most armies. (laughs) With a movement of 10, uh, web skill four, ballistic skill zero, strength four, toughness three, wounds three, initiative five, attacks two, and leadership seven. That's the same leadership as a night goblin war boss. Yep. So it's a really, it's a really cool. It's got a cool model. It's got cool rules. There's probably a reason why he, him, and his brother was used as examples on why you couldn't use special characters in any events in Sixted. <laughs> yeah. Aren't those guys? Yeah. Since he got that one plus armor save and a four plus ward save, and is immune to fire, flammable attacks. And yes, I did have the book on the desk this time. I didn't have it during the recording of the High Elf special. Yeah, speaking of Mordheim, 
I really do need to start some more time terrain, I think. You should. A start is like scattered terrain, like uh, small wells, fountains, and things like that, and twist yeah. it. There's yeah. one part in the rule book where there's like a statue holding uh, a huge urn, and it's supposed to pour water from it, but it's just worms, huge icky worms that's that's pouring from the opening. Yeah, that sounds lovely, doesn't it? And in the PC game, there are wells where water is flowing backwards. Yeah. Well, if it got hit by a half nuke, half warping magic stone, yeah, it will change reality. Speaking it should of change it. I played yeah. two games today of Mordheim. Ooh. And it was hilarious. I'm going to talk a bit about the game. It was, it was so, so goddamn bloody. <laughs> played the game uh, Ambush, where the player with the highest rating is standing in the middle of the board, and they're supposed to enter. Or no, no, they're supposed to exit from any of the from from the any any of the edges, and the other players is supposed to stop this player from taking all the warp stone shards out that they're carrying. Each hero in the in the attacker warband, which is in the middle. Uh, have D3 word stones on them. So, and I was a player in the middle. I had 13 stones with my witch hunters. Wow. Yeah. And uh, we all went headstrong. Usually we're all gentlemen when we play, but it was like he's carrying so many stones. He's had so much, so much luck during the past game. So we're going to gang up on him. So I had, so I was facing a warband of. Uh, Possessed and Reichlanders, and I was facing those two warbands myself. So it was kind of tough. It ended up with me winning. I managed to carry all the stones on my three heroes that survived the game. All other models in my warband was gone. Three heroes, and of of course, uh, my my bounty hunter was along. He he was one of the survivors. So I had four models in total. The Cult of the Possessed were down to one model out of 14, I think. And the Reichlanders had two guys out of 10 or 11, I think, surviving. And there were like five heroes in total died permanently after the game. Damn. Like, we, we all went, okay, we're going to do this. Where we'll like leave no ground and ask for none. <laughs> So, yeah, it was so bloody. Uh, it, I lost, like, all my flagellants and my zealots, and my best witch hunter died, of course. While uh, one of the surviving witch hunters carried eight stones in total. So he killed <laughs> four times after the game. Oof. And after the game, he had now have strength four, Three wounds and three attacks. So he's pretty, pretty dodgy and he's carrying uh, a sword, a shield, and a crossbow. So he he's armed for both ranged and close combat. Nice. But uh, I I know that the uh, the guy who played the the cult of the possessed he got kind of cranky at me because my dice rolls were like from 
from out of this world. It's like Ronald and Sigmar were both on my side today because I were supposed to take three saves from daggers. I rolled three sixes. Nice. Yeah, it's like, this doesn't happen. It's not supposed to happen. The following turn, I took another dagger save. And the turn after that, another dagger save. So I, I, I've been living on uh, on these scraps of luck, so to say. Because in the beginning of the game, I lost so many of my warriors. It's like, they started started like dying from left to right. And eventually I just had to play smart. And it, it worked out in the end as I got all the 13 shards out. But yeah, it was a tough, tough road to get there. Sounds like a fun game, though. It was. Is anyone starting a new warband after that, or are you still rolling with the with the same ones? We're still rolling with the same ones. I took the heaviest losses, but I also have the gold to replenish my ranks. The Reiklan player... Yeah, lost 13 rings pounds. Gonna yeah. be and and, and plus I had in stash plus the ones I found after the game, so I had a total of twenty-one warpstone shards. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm 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 selling seven for a hundred and ten gold and keeping the rest, and I al- already had a hundred and fifty gold in my stash, so I have the gold to replenish my ranks. Rich, rich man. Yeah, still I keep my item limits on my warriors low. Uh, the Cult of the Possessed player, he lost a lot of uh, his minions, but all, all his heroes survived the game. So uh, he, he, I, I, I think he's going to play the, the smart game in his next game and route as quickly as he can, unless, unless everything turns up in his favor, of course, as his warband is like now. It's Magister, two mutants, one possessed, a beastman hero, and one brethren, I think. And he had enough gold to maybe save them or buy another warlock hired sword. And the Rakelander, he's got a lot of crossbows, of course. He only... Yeah, this, this sounds really nice. I need yeah. to play again. Yes. When we can travel properly again, and which means when I've gotten my driver's license and can actually travel without going by train. Yeah, because going by train right now is it's time consuming and it's bad. It was annoying before the pandemic. It is but an- now you risk dying of the plague. <laughs> well, it did risk dying by getting stuck in the middle of nowhere and have to form a society and live in the woods. But uh, that was the annoyance before. Yeah, but I'm also think, still thinking of doing that uh, gladiator warband, the pit fighters. They need to work. It's- yeah, I've been looking into them. And uh, for a starting warband, uh, max out heroes, of course. I'm not sure of styles just yet. At least one normal pit fighter and uh, two of these, uh, the more agile ones. Or skip the normal normal pit fighter and only use the agile ones for the beginning starting warband because the the others are they will be great when they become heroes with their skill. Is is it like if they pass an initiative test, the enemy counts as have failed their charge? Oh, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a really great ability, and it's like if he get, if, if if this skill is on a hero, 
he can use it over and over again. He 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 can like run up using sprint and whatever and ruin enemy charges all the time until the rest of the warband comes comes in to smash the faces in on the other guys. <laughs> yeah, I am going to sacrifice one of my slayers for that list as well. Nice. Uh, a few that I can pick. Sure, you could if you want to, uh, because slayers. Uh, look kind of cool when they're equipped out of the normal natures. Like when when you don't have axes, give him mace, yeah. give him a punching dagger. Now that's something. A I think that the pit fighter is probably usually locked up between bouts and when they're not fighting. I do have seven doom seekers. Oh, the doom seekers are a great model to base. Yeah, the chains. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. They are locked up, so they have the chains anyway. But yeah, because we'll I've, I've seen people talking about using like on what well, what some people call unfluffy weapons on slayers. But in my eyes, uh, in Mordheim, you, you're not a uniformed army. You're you don't have to carry the weapons that you normally would. Like uh, t- take uh, a warrior priest of Sigmar, for example. He's really good if you give him a sword and a pistol, for example. Yeah. So why not give a slayer a spear if you're playing old classic Mordheim? If you're using the revised rules, uh, spears are bad for dwarves because in the revised rules, the the spears makes uh, the shards model strike in initiative order rather than first. In the first rules... If you carry a spear and get charged, you strike first, just like that, which is really good to have on a slayer. Oh, yeah. But I've seen people trying to argue that you shouldn't give a hammer to a slayer either for some reason. It's like hammers are cool. Hammer is the signature weapon of a story no spider. He has a hammer and an arrow. So, I mean, why just why? Why bother just to see if it doesn't fit your specific? Version of you or something. But yeah, I'm going to see what I can do. And then I need to, since you can take an ogre, I really have to convert up an ogre. As well. Yeah. And there's nice ogre kits to use. Uh, you could either use the uh, the one that I used when I converted one for my friend, which is the Blood Bowl Ogre. Or you could use the one from the Iron Golems from uh, Warcry, giving yeah. him hands, of course. Yeah. Or I might know someone that owns a ninja man eater. So, but that's that's the that's the best thing is you can just since it's a single model that you can make as good good looking as you want. So you see what happens. Yeah. Or I make him the pit fighter team's medic and use an old metal butcher. <laughs> medic, so to say. Yeah. Maybe no. just. The- like in 40k with the docks for the orcs orcs don't show that they're in pain because they don't want to go to the doctor they know what happens when the doctor (laughs) finds out that they are in pain yep if you're lucky you get an upgraded arm if you're unlucky you have a toothache and end up with mechanical lungs yep this happened to me in Gorka Morka (laughs) I'm in my head I got iron lungs Yay me. It, would, it would be lovely if that game game came back. Or a lot of the old weird games. Or just War Master. I just want War Master as a preface it, but want to count the games back. But I want War Master. That's all I really want. 
Do we know anyone who plays Warmaster? I do. Only Americans, no Swedes. <laughs> because we need to have a Warmaster special sometime. Yeah, I haven't played it for like this, like fifteen years at this point. So <laughs> we need someone. If anyone that is really into Warmaster listens to this, write in, and we might just have someone that knows what they're talking about for a special. Also, seriously. Looking for some reason, I decided that the Shadow Warrior legs won't really do it for the mage as a base because they got uh, the plate mail on and not really the pose I want. So I'm gonna do maybe Corsair legs for them. Oh, the long boots, yeah, because the Shadow Warrior's got long boots anyway, but then they got an armored skirt basically. But I'm thinking long boots and then tights and whatever they got on. So obviously I went to look at the Dawn Riders again on the GW website. And I still don't really know why they only have one leg attached to the base for the horse. Maybe they will start selling like a a repair kit for just a few pounds. <laughs> for when you inevitably break that leg on the horse. Yeah. Because I mean the Dawn Riders don't even have the strategically placed strands of wheat wheat as uh Eltarian have. Like the entire time, because he got uh, strategically placed wheat to hold up his cape. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, I found a second what scabbard. Did you play in the realm of death or something? Did they have wheat in the realm of death? Yeah, they got death wheat. You see, it's in Makes the name. Got the death wheat or Nagashith because they had put the Nagash in everything. <laughs> it's a working title. Yeah. It was a, it doesn't really make sense that uh, horses have one foot in the ground. On the ground, does it? I played enough backpacker too, as a as a young boy, to know that horses should have like what two feet on the ground at all times. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I th- think as well. But I reckon a small bit of strategic cutting and green stuffing should make them. Yeah, yeah. Because make they- them have all four feet. On the ground at all times. You mean like proper, good, proper good old horses? Jetpacks. Yes. Jetpacks? Did you say jetpacks? jetpacks. Fair enough. Give them jetpacks. Yeah. Wings. I really like these models. They will look great in slightly modded in a sixted they paint scheme. Great. This means I need to paint up more of my reavers as well to make a fully mounted army. <gasps> oh no. But don't worry, I don't have anything that can represent a dragon prince. Yet. True. Well, I do if we counter dragon princes from uh, the War of the Beard list. I just realized how long the spears are on the Luminous Realm Lords. Yeah, yeah three I, inches, right? Yeah, I did. Send, didn't I send that image in the chat the other day when I had... Yeah, I think that's where I saw widget. it. So I had a three-inch widget, and that's the length of the spear from the, the hand to the tip. Wow. So you can technically claim their pikes and not spears in Sixted. I'm going to head out and hit the sauna. Ooh. Sounds like so, a terrible idea, but have fun. So we're supposed to round it off then. I don't know. What what else can we talk about, Chris? What else? What have we been talking about this month? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Like things up from the air, trying to, to get content. Yeah, but we've been... We've been vamping up for this for a few days. Oh, we're going to record, we're going to record, we're going to record on Friday, Saturday, we're going to record, we're going to record, we're going to record. And when we finally do it, it just, we have nothing. Nothing. 
I think that's the general mood more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard. It, it's not a strong live GW enforced franchise anymore. So we're not getting new models. We're not getting new rules. I mean, unless we prepare for stuff that already existed for the last twenty years, what what new stuff have we got to talk about? Yeah, it's the, only if we got get into certain topics like we talked about a bit, bit about Mordheim or conversions, then it works. But this is gonna be better once I cut it and remove all the silences, so it actually sounds like we're having a conversation and not just. <laughs> we need to silence someone. Silence, Jens. Please do. No, we know you. You know we love you. Oh, I know. And hopefully we'll get the game in sooner rather than later. Yes. One day. It's been too. Long. It's been too long, but certain circumstances might make it longer. We never know. Yeah. I'm on. I'm. I go on vacation in uh, in August. I'll I'll come visit you. Sounds and good. And we can play. Worse, yeah. If worst comes to worst, we can play outside if it's a yes. good good enough weather. So it will work. So let's talk about upcoming content. We have a War of the Beard special on the go, or that will be recorded. And we really should sit down, uh, at, at least Niklas and I, because we're, we're the ones been talking about doing the Middenheim, Middenland episode. So uh, time to, to do some reading, uh, learn a bit how the list works, and just go on with it. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Yeah. And uh, we, we also we... revitalized my energy for painting them. Hopefully. Yep. Have you settled for a scheme yet, or is it just uh, the the I don't really want to paint these because I don't really know how to paint them yet? I've settled for a scheme. Uh, it's like the the classic Middenheim Middenland scheme. So it's gonna nice. be red uh, red uh, barding on the white wolf horses. Uh, my my uh, state troopers will have whites and blues mixed in them, like the uh, test painting model I did before. I I actually have the the armor no the the clothes and the skin finished on twenty guys. It's like I just oh. I just gotta do the belts, the armor, and the hair and the bases, of course. And then they're yeah. finished. It's like it's not much left to do, but it just feels like eh, it's gonna take forever. But once I just sit down and do it, it's like two two or three more painting sessions during a movie or something. And they're done. Yeah, I know the feeling of uh, not having the drive to paint certain things. I've, yeah, the painting slump is real sometimes. Uh, I, I have a friend of mine. He he lives in Stockholm, and uh, he's always asking me how it's going with my <laughs> with my Middenheimers, uh, as he's currently painting up a Blood Dragon's army based on the the Appendix army. So he's feeling a lot of. Uh, uh, Graveguard and Black Knights, and he's only using the classic fifth and sixth edition models for his force. Yeah, I'm gonna see. Might wanna come on and talk about the army sometime. Like uh, we, that's something that we should do. Army showcase, but talking about them with the the owners and posting armies, our army pictures of their armies on our Instagram. To be fair, we could also do uh, it for YouTube. Yeah, that's true. And that, like like having like edit the gallery. Yeah. Well, now we have some upcoming content there as well. At least some ideas. 
also this talk about the painting slump has actually made me think about asking the listeners for tips and tricks on how they deal with going into a painting slump. If they, yeah. what, what you do, how you think, what, uh, what gets you out of it. And uh, do you just push through and paint anyway, or do you take a break or do you t- do another project or write in, uh, you know, our emails and Facebooks yeah. and everything. Let us know because me, myself, when I, when painting feels like a shore, I just start a new projects. So yeah, help us out, please. I think that's actually quite a good topic now that people have been maybe have had more time to paint yeah, or more time to ne- neglect painting and just doing anything else because you can't really make yourself sit at a painting desk for an hour. Yeah, because recently, because of our rules in Sweden regarding this whole thing, uh, we have been able to play games and meet up, except not as often as we want to or as wide as we want to. But I have a player base here in my town, so I've been playing a lot of games when possible. So that's been my escape from painting armies instead. Yeah, and uh, this has obviously been done with, as I have to mention it, with caution and with uh, protection, because you're not just going to go up, hug and then poke your oh, no, no. in the nose and stuff like that. Or whatever these people do, because people in some places on this planet are really stupid when it comes to the pandemic. Yeah. But uh, I know that they've been opening up in England or in the UK, the restrictions as well. So you can play at least in the garden, have like a garden party with a game. And I'd love to have that if I only knew anyone that lived close enough that I didn't have to travel to another city to play with them. So that's <laughs> that's been my problem with not getting any games or anything in because we know you shouldn't travel so we don't we know you shouldn't go out in public too often so we don't that's just how it is well i'm gonna challenge myself i am going to have i'm mentioning it here because this is this is far enough into an episode that people might not want to listen anymore because we i've been droning on for way too long But I am going to have 2,000 points painted hiles at Christmas. Nice. Maybe if I, I'm going to say New Year's because I might have to paint, finish them over Christmas, depending on how much I have to do during autumn when it comes back, you know, goes back to university. But I'm going to challenge myself. I should, should be able to get 2,000 points finished. I'm going to say I will do the same with my Middenheimers. I've done it before. I can obviously do it again. But I think this is the kind of push that I might need to have a real deadline. So yes. during during my time off from work in between Christmas and New Year's, I might come for a visit if your army is finished and we'll have a game. Sounds Empire, like a Empire versus High Elves. Maybe we can rope some of the other ones in and just hope that this it's okay to do that at this point, which we will do because that's why we paint the armies at this point. Yeah. We're going to push through, going to do this. And I promise it won't only be dragons to fill out 2,000 points. <laughs> Maybe. I promise there will be a lot of horses. So you're just going to do a cavalry bash then. Fine. I'm, I might at least have two units of knights because, yeah, Ulrich is the Why thing. not? I realized, given my luck with mages in the, all of the times we played for the podcast, 
they always manage to roll so they burn out the magic to this. <laughs> I should give them a magic ranged weapon, which you can do. Yes. You can't give them a mundane one, but you can give them a magic one. That's in one of the FAQs yes. for people that don't know. So I might just give a mage the reaver bow. Ooh. Da, 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 da. Reaver bow, 40 points. Seems like a waste of 40 points, but you may shoot three times in each shooting phase with strength five hits. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. If you take the arc mage, you can take the other bow, which is even better. So you have two bows that you can use. Yeah, you got the reaver bow, which is the strength five, three, three, three shots. And you got the bow of the seafarer, which is the same effect as a single shot bolt thrower. And you can uh, stand and shoot with it. Wow. So you got the one strength six shot rank penetrator and the 13 inch range. Cool. I've put that on uh, like a lord that's uh, <laughs> on a dragon just to have something <laughs> because it's still 60 points. You get a bolt thrower for 100. Yeah, yeah but this is uh, what we're going to have planned. And if anyone else have anything that they think we should talk about, write in. We are con- going to continue doing uh, army specials. We just need to find the right person to talk to. Because it, we've noticed also that it helps to have someone that really knows what they're talking about and not just read up on everything ourselves or don't know anything. People have experience with these armies. Yes. It's always good to have first-hand experience because we don't have the time to build and paint or playtest all armies out there. We, we kind of move into, into our shows and fields. I mean, Jens and I could obviously take uh, the Orcs and Goblins army together sometime because we both play Greenskins, and I play Greenskins during all editions. Yeah, it's like me with High Elves and Dark Elves. I play both armies. But when it comes to Wood Elves, you probably should have someone else on because I have a small amount of knowledge of Wood Elves currently, and I haven't played Wood Elves since the book was released in 6th edition. So if you know someone or know a lot about a certain army yourself, let us know and uh, come on and talk about it with us. Yes, that sounds like a plan. We might have to recruit an Australian as well because I got an idea. Oh. The big, bold one. Oh. <laughs> it went from ooh to oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Renee. I I guess he will delight to do any here how we describe him. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but I guess he knows. I think he knows by now. Yeah, but thank you for listening to this episode and uh, see you in the next one that's hopefully not as unbearable. Yeah, and remember everyone, stay square. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll talk to you another day, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>